Today, while absentmindedly scrolling through Twitter, I came across a humorous and painfully insightful note from someone named Wap Owner. Commenting on a story about college students, he wrote, I don't get how I used to be able to wake up at 5 a.m., go to school for eight hours, stay after school for orgs, and go straight to work and get home at 11 p.m. in high school. How is I stable doing all that? But I can barely handle two to three classes a day in college without feeling awful. Having worked with college students for over 17 years, I can attest to the fact that they perpetually feel busy and overwhelmed. And of course, some holding down multiple jobs or studying very demanding majors genuinely are fully occupied. But in many cases, the perception of busyness is a fiction. For the majority of students, their actual commitments pale relative to how scripted their days were in high school or to how demanding they will be once they enter the workforce and start a family. Why then, in a discussion group this week about work-life balance and Shabbat, were some of our students of the impression that they had no time to get their work done? Why are they so besieged by stress? The answer may be counterintuitive. We encounter Avram this week at the peak of his post-surgical pain, three days following his circumcision. Despite enjoying a visit from God himself, Avram cannot tolerate the possibility that passers-by may need a place to lodge or dine. He positions himself at the entrance to his tent, perusing the landscape for signs of wayfarers. And he lifted his eyes and saw, and behold, three men were standing beside him. And he saw, and he ran toward them from the entrance of the tent, and he prostrated himself to the ground. Did Avram not have the ultimate set of excuses to avoid reaching out to travelers? He was in significant pain, and none other than God himself was visiting him. Yet, Avram understood that, in fact, inactivity tends to breed depression. Lethargy begets further lethargy. The antidote to busyness often can be more productivity. Routine depression, as opposed to clinical depression, often is a direct function of feeling under-actualized or unfulfilled. Even when a person fills his or her time doing something, if they know they could be achieving something more, they will not enjoy the self-esteem born of deeper actualization. Personally, the days when I feel most alive are those when I am quite occupied, and at those rare times when I have little going on, lethargy and even despondency tend to creep in. Often I feel most agitated when I am least engaged in meaningful and constructive endeavors. Benjamin Franklin's aphorism, if you want something done, ask a busy person, expresses both a paradox and a truism at once. The habits of mind that engender accomplishment stave off the rationalizations and feelings of overwhelm that tend to paralyze others. Or, in rabbinic parlance, a mitzvah begets another mitzvah. Towards the end of our parsha, Avram faces his most difficult test, the binding of his prodigal son, Yitzchak. And yet we read that Avram arose early in the morning and saddled his donkey, upon which the Talmud comments that he hastened to perform the mitzvah. Here again, Avram is unwilling to allow indolence to sideline him. If ever a situation called for despair, the command to sacrifice his long-awaited heir apparent would be it. And so he saddled up and conquered his challenge by leaning in and staying active. Like most else in Judaism, some measure of balance is key. Of course, quantity does not always trump quality, and being busy for busy's sake can mask deeper insecurities or expose discomfort with one's inner being. But the corollary, I believe much less appreciated, is that lethargy can in fact precipitate malaise and generate new problems in and of itself. Human capacity is not a zero-sum quotient, but rather a fluid measure that can expand or constrict based on our inputs. Despite every conceivable justification, Avram avoided the trap of idleness, extracting 
maximum meaning from every moment, as can we. Shabbat Shalom.